Good morning, guys. Welcome to B2B Breakfast to Business. I am Bail, the Managing Director of Team Asia, and we are back with episode four of our B2B series. Before we go to our topic for today, I just wanted to do a quick shout out and say thank you to all of those people who tuned in to our back-to-back episodes that we launched last week. Episode two was focused on what makes great work from home experience is great we had a couple of folks from team asia that joined me during that interview and they talked about the wins and the nuances of work from home experiences and what keeps them productive and creative we also had um, episode three focus on what we've looked into or what has kept us sane creative and what has completed our family bonding times through our top picks so we had top picks for movies We had topics for our favorite series on Netflix. We also had our topics of our current reading lists or books. And, you know, also actually our power songs. And if you guys didn't catch it, we also released Team Asia's work from home playlist. So these are the the songs that are keeping our teams hip happening and energetic throughout the quarantine. All right, so episode four. Um, I am so excited about this topic because this topic is very close to my heart. I've been thinking about this for the past six to seven weeks since um, our transition to ECQ. And it's really about the future, right? And how we reimagine it, how we can move past our current global crisis. I think with COVID-19, the, the boiling question really that has been in everybody's mind is what's life after this or what now? What are we going to be doing? How is this going to really change us? And what are the things that we can do to move both our professional and personal lives forward with this global crisis. So what we know for now is um, our community quarantine has been extended to um, the middle of the month, May 15, with a re-evaluation of how we are doing and how we are flattening the curve. Our government has also shared with us that our new normal actually is going to be a general community quarantine wherein we need to still keep social or physical distancing um, happening. We need to make sure that we keep ourselves safe and healthy. So there will be no mass gatherings still. And we also have to be careful with how we operate or how we go out there just to make sure that we continue to flatten the curve and not to spread the coronavirus. What we keep on seeing actually is that COVID-19 is disrupting our lives. The way we work, the way we play, the way we consume data, the way we, we go about our daily lives the way we conduct our business. So it has disrupted us in very different ways. Our one and single wish really is for this to end, right? I think we're all praying for a vaccine to be created. We're all praying for a solution where we can go back and live our quote-unquote normal lives. But we also know that this is going to change that normal life. That's the reason why people coined the new normal because while we want to be able to you know, see each other, be with our friends, go to our teams, um, hug people, uh, visit family, and just, you know, just stay together for longer and, and, and be with people you can interact. And while this is our wish, we also know that uh, it's going to take a while. It's going to take a while for us to actually reach the time where we will all be comfortable to do it, that we will all feel safe. You know, our experts and thought leaders worldwide know that we can't go back to how things were and what things were before, right? And COVID really has opened up a new era for us and it's up to us how to adapt, how to push forward and keep fighting. 
And we've heard this before, everybody. I think, you know, I'm sure you guys have seen this in so many articles, podcasts like this, you know, feature social media or even conversations, right? We've heard this before, the new normal. We are all in this together. There is no playbook for what we can do or how we can navigate through this. We are in uncharted territories. Businesses specifically have done a lot of twists and turns um, for their strategies or in their strategies in order to get a sustainability plan in place and to make sure we keep afloat or we stay afloat and that we soldier on, right? And this includes Team Asia. You know, as any business owner out there, guys, my mom and I were worried. We were anxious. We were scared. Um, There were so many questions in our minds and there were so many things that we wanted to know. But like what I mentioned earlier, there's no playbook and we are all in this global crisis together and we all have to find those solutions together, right? What we found useful um, in this whole planning that we had was this article from McKinsey and Company. And I cannot tell you how many times I've read this article back and forth. This has really kept me in the game, in the zone, and focused on what we need to do as business owners to sally forth and make sure we do not only stay afloat, but that we are sustainable and that we can create our business strategies to fit the reimagination of the future or to actually reimagine the future in itself. So this article from McKinsey and Company is called Beyond Coronavirus, The Path to the Next Normal. And this particular article actually outlines five stages which companies should look at when we carve out that path towards the next normal. So, you know, the next normal is what is out there, what's happening now. Our consumer behavior has changed. Our um, business platforms are also evolving. The things that we need to do and to get things done is constantly changing with this new era that we have found ourselves in this global crisis. The digitized consumer behavior that emerged just these past few weeks of the lockdown drives the new normal. And we also have to adapt. We have to adapt the way we think. We have to adapt the way we work and we have to adapt the way we strategize. And this is what we wanted to talk about today. Um, So the five stages that McKinsey and company really outlines are the following. First is resolve. What are you going to do now and how are we going to resolve um, what's happening in the short term and how do we respond? So that would definitely be our business continuity protocols, which we have done right when um, COVID-19 hit us and when we transition people to our work-from-home setup. The second one is resilience, right? And how are you going to stay afloat? Cash flow is definitely the name of the game. How are we going to address um, short-term issues? uh, And how are we going to stay afloat? How are we going to keep the business sustainable? And how are we going to remain resilient during this very tough time? And then we go to the third R or the third stage, which is return. And how are we going to bounce back? What is our plan of action and bouncing back and getting into the groove of things once we see a lift in the ECQ or once we transition to GCQ? What is our return plan of action? The fourth stage is reimagination, right? And this is my favorite. We need to reimagine the future and what it looks like so we can pattern our strategies, our tactics towards that future. 
Um, and it's not just about how the business is going to go, guys. It's also about what our operations are going to look like. What do we see happening in the near and long-term future where with our people, with the way we work, with the tools we are using, and how we're going to push our businesses forward, knowing that our consumers are there, but that their behavior has changed and has evolved, right? And of course, the last stage is reform, which really talks about external factors that we need to consider, like you know, regulations and the competitive environment. So from the five stages enumerated in that article, once again, it's McKinsey and Company's article on beyond coronavirus, the path to the next normal. And so um, with these five stages, what is being shared is that companies are already actually in the first two stages of the path to new normal, which is resolve and resilience. Um, people are already in that zone, BCP protocols are in place. People are really working out their short-term solutions to respond to the global crisis. And we are already within the next three stages where, and we're already looking at what's going to happen next. While we are struggling to return to quote-unquote business as usual or you know business in the new normal, what we want to do is to be extra positive, but still be realistic, right? And discuss how we can actually reimagine the future. So reimagination, this excites me a lot and scares me at the same time. Scares me because I've already shared, we, um, this is uncharted territories. We don't know what's going to happen next. We can assume, we can plan, but there is no playbook and we have to carve that path by ourselves and together as well, you know, um, so that we can respond effectively to this new normal that we're seeing. But it excites me more because this is an opportunity for us to look into all of the things that we wanted to do, all of the things that we've really actually wanted to see in the future. And we now have a, a stage, a, a canvas that we can work on to create that new future and see how our business or how our talents or how our passion projects will fit in bringing out this new future that we're, we're looking at, right? And while things can be uncertain for now and while things may be a little bleak, I also know that with our creativity, with um, our innovation and with determined hearts and minds just banding together, we can create this new future and see how each of our talents will play a role in making this future happen. So we also know that crisis will reveal not just the vulnerabilities of maybe businesses or industries, but actually it's going to also reveal all of the important opportunities that can actually bring our businesses to the next level experience. And our leaders or the leadership teams out there will need to be able to reconsider things that we are currently doing now, our processes, our philosophies, our plans of action, and and see how we can mold this and how we can pivot or how we can redesign these different strategies and the like and bounce back. And I really believe that there are bigger opportunities out there and um, that this, this particular space that we are creating with B2B, Breakfast to Business, could be that launchpad for us to just have conversations around this, for us not to be scared about this new normal and for us to soldier on and see what we can do together to bring forth this new future. 
So I just wanted to give you guys a couple of examples or insights that I've been able to get or gather the past couple of weeks. So I've been moderating some sessions or I was part of certain series or talks that are talking about what's happening now and how can we bounce back and how do we see the future looking like um, from where we stand now. And I was able to call a lot of insights that I wanted to share with you guys through this episode and see if there are things that we can collaborate on or things that can help you with your own businesses or your own projects um, and see if it can help. And I hope it does help. So one of the examples that I wanted to share with you was a discussion that we had on um, the events industry, the, the MICE industry. MICE stands for Meetings, um, Incentives, Conventions, or Conferences, and Exhibition. Um, so Team Asia, um, one of our lines of business is in events, and we are part of this very dynamic and great industry, and which is also badly hit by COVID-19. And the discussion really was, what is happening now? How are we hit by COVID-19? But more importantly, how do we bounce back from this? And I was asked that question as well. How do we bounce back from people not wanting to do live events for, you know, of course, our policies and our direction to not have mass gatherings for now and to postpone them to a later time when people feel more safe, right? For me, um, when I was asked the question, how do we bounce back from this? My answer to that actually is that bouncing back starts now. It doesn't happen in six months' time. It doesn't happen in a year's time when, when things are safer. Bouncing back starts now. What we need to do actually is to shift our perspective from planning for the future and creating the future now. I believe that in terms of our events business, at the end of the day, what our goal is, is to provide people with next level experiences, no matter the channel. And what we want to do is to be able to elevate those experiences, right? We can still do that. What we need to do actually now is to create, sustain, and empower our own communities by providing a digital platform for us to continue connecting, to continue talking about the important issues or bring light to important things that we actually wanted to talk about through those conferences, through those exhibitions, and provide that digital experience for them online, right? I truly believe, and I, I think I've talked about this a lot in our previous episodes as well, that virtual communities are very, very important right now because people are wanting those interactions. People are craving to be part of a community where we can all learn from one another, but most importantly, to feel that you are not alone in this, that there is a support group, especially for businesses to sally forth, right? And, and move towards, quote-unquote, normalcy or back to the usual grind of things. And so we feel that creating and sustaining these virtual communities is so important right now so that when it is time to come out and play without fear, your virtual community is right there with you, supporting you and wanting to really um, be with you or support your events because you were able to create that space for them when they needed it the most. I was also asked what's the best platform to use in putting these event experiences online uh, my quick answer to this one was to find the platform that works best for you. I believe that there's no right platform or better platform. I think that 
what we really need to look into is what best works for you, for your business, for the experience you want to create. I want you to guys to go back to the core and purpose of your brand and find the tech and the platform that will enable that, that is best suited for people to experience your brand through those platforms. And now's the time to experiment. Don't be afraid. Just look into what is available out there. Test, 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 and, and see what will work for you and create those experiences that will be best suited for your audiences and that will enable people to engage, interact with your brand and um, something that you can definitely sustain and will work for you in the long run. Again, this is not short-term solutions. We have to look at it from the perspective that while we are doing this because of the global crisis, we need to be able to extend this and make sure that it will work for us in the long run because it could be just really part already of your business sustainability plan and your new normal, right? Okay, guys, so one of the other things that I also wanted to share with you are insights that I have gleaned from IMAP's new normal series. So IMAP is the Internet and Mobile Marketing Association of the Philippines and they have come up with this great run of meetings digitally that talk about the new normal. We feature speakers that are thinking on the fly, that are creating experiences and solutions that matter, that will help other people transition right into, quote-unquote, this new normal. So what I've learned actually from these series is that we have to unlearn things we have so consciously built in our systems, Right. Um, I know we have to be excellent. I know that that's our drive to be able to create um, great solutions that will make it easier for our consumers to live their lives, to conduct their businesses, and to learn, right? But right now, what we also need to do is to be agile, to be fast, and to be effective in creating solutions that matter, creating solutions that will help our consumers and our stakeholders at a time where they really, really, really need us. We know that there's no playbook and this is the new normal, meaning there are things that are fast evolving, fast taking shape as we speak. And what people need now are solutions that will tie them over during this global crisis or solutions that will help them recover and how they can live their lives through the challenges that we are all experiencing. So we need to be able to shift our point of view that our community, our consumers, and our people need us. They need concrete actions um, that will help them with their lives, with their businesses, and we need to go back to the basics. What is really needed? How can I be of service? And how can my brand act right now that is relevant, that is meaningful, that is impactful with our consumers? You know, guys, reimagination really takes a lot of reflection and creativity too. Um, you will find it very hard to reimagine the future if you are stressing um, about things or that you are very, very anxious. And take it from me, that is actually something that I, I actually personally experienced. The first two weeks of the quarantine, I was trying to reimagine the future and I couldn't because I was, I was really bogged down by the stress and anxiety of the present. And I had to wean myself from that. I... I had to wean myself from the news, from colleagues that were painting doomsday scenarios. And while those doomsday scenarios are very plausible and scary, and I know that, that it is happening, that we need to be prepared for it, I had to wean myself out of it so that I could actually really reimagine the future. 
because you need to take a step back and clear your mind um, and have fun with it. And you can't have fun with it when you're constantly stressing over something or that you're consciously anxious about what's going on, right? How can you imagine something you can make, develop, and grow if you're bogged down by the fear and reminder of everything that's uncertain? So reimagination or reimagining the future will take time um, and that you need to have fun with it because that's when innovative solutions come in. The mix of what is and what will be needing plus the innovation and the creativity you bring with your solution will require us to, to have that pause, right? To have that break, to put all of these things together, to, to look into what can be done and what you can do about it and what, what can you bring forth with this global crisis and how can you create a solution that will be needed and that will actually really power the way people live, learn, work, and play. And I think that that's really something that is truly exciting um, despite the uncertainties out there. Reimagining the future is what is needed now and actually what I would love for us to do more so that we can all emerge from this crisis stronger, more resilient, and rock and roll ready for whatever it is that will come. And poof, we have a superpower, right? And that's what I want people to feel, is that there is a future and we can all do this together. Now, stage five reform is also something that we have to talk about and that we have to prepare for. You know, we have learned our lesson with COVID-19. You know, people were not ready for it. People were shocked. And people worked um, very fast in order to, to shift and transition. But of course, it was a shocker and we need to be able to prepare ourselves even more for that. So in terms of reform, what we need to look out for would be, you know, regulation changes, things that are going to happen in the environment, external factors that could have an effect on our businesses or our consumers, our own personal lives, so that we can factor that into our plans. What's very important to note here, though, that these external factors are not going to come to you in a silver platter, right? Again, there is no playbook. Everybody, including those folks that are creating these new policies and the like, are also reimagining what that new future is going to look like and how we can create this new normalcy together, right? And so I believe actually that while we'll be creating innovations and new policies, we need to be able to work together as stakeholders to bring forth this new normal or the future reimagined. Your stakeholders are very important. Look at them as your partners, right? Reforms are not one-sided. We all need to take an active part. Again, no playbook here. Everybody is navigating through uncharted waters. The question here is what are we going to do with it, right? And so for me, um, take part of that reform, take action as well because the new normal is going to be the new playground where all of us are going to be playing in and we all have our, our roles to play in this new normal and we need to find out what that is. So once again, I think that just to sum up what we've talked about and I know that I've shared a lot as well, is we need to take an active part in, number one, creating your return plan. What is the business going to look like? Second, we need to reimagine the future and have fun with it, guys. Look at it from the perspective that there are so many opportunities out there. This is it. This is the blank canvas that will help us propel ideas we never thought was possible forward, right? And, and I'm so excited to see what that has in store for us. 
And of course, reform. And we need to take part of that because reforms are not one-sided. We all have to create this new environment where we all get to play and work hard in pushing out, right? And guys, of course, I want to remind you that even though these are very, very challenging times, it is so important to take care of your overall mental health and physical health, emotional health, because we cannot reimagine the future if we are not healthy and that we are not you know, taking care of ourselves. So please, please, please honor your me time and your imagination time and stick to that schedule. Do not cancel on yourself because what the future needs now are leaders that are going to think about what the future is going to look like. And to be able to do that, we need to have an open heart, an open mind, and um, excitement for the future. So there's an old saying, when life gives you lemons, go make lemonade. Um, and that in itself is a testament to how people encourage you to think of other ways to pivot or make life more exciting or to find other solutions that will help you in challenging times, right? But some have also become equally creative and have brought this food for thought to the next level. You know, people have said, when life gives you lemons, make lemon cookies, make lemon pasta, make lemon pie. Or my favorite, when life gives you lemons, ask for tequila and salt, right? Point is, how those lemons are going to turn is entirely up to you. You can make it stay as lemons or you do something about it. And I feel that we are all creative, we are all innovative, we, are, we can all adapt and we are all agile. We can make something delicious, we can make something sweet, we can make something next level with any lemon that is given to us. You know, as an SME, we are faced with this both exciting and scary challenge of what to do with these lemons, right? And what tools are we going to use to make the best recipe out of them? Next week, guys, I'm going to have a special guest with me on episode 5 to talk about how to reimagine the future further with tips and tools that we need to create the next step, to create whatever recipe you want, whether you want to create. The point is, what we want you to know is that there is life after this. There is a path after COVID-19. And while it's scary, it's also equally exciting because we get to paint we um, with this new canvas. We get to cook with this new skillet. So I don't want to spoil what's going to happen in episode 5 and who that guest is going to be, but I promise you that it's going to be exciting. And so that's it for me, folks. Episode 4, The Future Reimagined. We talked about McKinsey and Company's five stages in carving out your path to the new normal. I hope you guys were able to learn a lot. If you guys want to learn more about it, please do check out McKinsey and Company's um, article. It's called Beyond Coronavirus, The Path to the Next Normal. Please do um, uh, follow and like Team Asia's social media accounts. We're on Facebook, so that's www.facebook.com slash teamasiaph. We're also Instagram, so follow us at teamasiaph. We're also on LinkedIn, that's www.linkedin.com slash company slash teamasia. And of course, visit our website at www.teamasia.com. Thanks guys for having me as part of your morning routine. I hope you guys had fun. Um, and I can't wait to talk about this more. So um, have fun reimagining that future, folks. And know that we are cheering you on. Um, and let's power through this together. Maraming salamat. And see you next time. Bye, guys. Take care. Bye.